Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Friend zone number seven. Yeah, is this good? This is lovely. Isn't it good? Are you gonna play that dastardly intro again? Intro, 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 intro. This movie's still fine. This is Coley, One of them dies, that goes screw. One of them's a hot, his name is Jay. One of them looks like Johnny Depp, and his name is Johnny Depp. Classic Maximum Joseph. You forget that films are supposed to have a point. Thank you very much to Christopher Brown for that fantastic intro. That has really tickled me. Yeah. That's brilliant. Thank you, Christopher. Or Chris, as Uh, you're known to your friends. Welcome along to the Friend Zone. If you want to hear Tim and I talking about we are your friends, you plumb out of luck. Play it again. This is not. I want to hear it again. (laughs) Or is 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 it too hard? My phone's, it's being a real nuisance to play through my phone. I tell you what, Guy is having quite an evening of technology railing against him. Yeah. Do you want to share with the class what's been going on, Guy? I'm going away for three weeks tomorrow. And uh, what do you need when you go away for three weeks? Well, you need clean undies. And I've been away, like I've been away this last week as well. Uh, so I, I came home and I had a day to get ready and I thought I'll clean my underpants. Uh, and I did, and then well, I've never had any qualms with the washing machine in my house before. It's a washer dryer front loader. I thought I'd use the drying thing, so I didn't because it's cold in, in in Auckland at the moment. So yeah, it didn't make any to, sense to dry them with air. Hard to use the sun for anything at the yeah, moment. Really hard to use the sun. Uh, so I used the dry function, and my underpants. I don't think the dryer works because it smells musty in the in the laundry. And they're trapped in there. I've tried like three different techniques to get them out. Bloody hell. About 10 pairs of, uh, you know, varying different, you know, quality and uh, state pairs of Montgomery underpants just um, trapped in a washing machine. Fucking sucks. Well, I took a, took a break. Took a break from um, dealing with that little conundrum to come and talk to you, Tim. About, I mean, it's... About our friends. It's, it's, it is... It's funny that you can't wrestle uh, your own undies out of a washing machine. They're actually the washing machine's undies now. I think they've had them. It's like squatters' rights. They've had it them long enough. It does feel like a squatters' rights situation. They no longer. The only issue are yours. is I would go. I would just go out tomorrow morning and buy ten new pairs of underpants and be done with it. But my flatmates can have to deal with this mold. Like if I don't, you know, because mm. I'm not going to see them probably before I go. I don't want them to deal with this moldy underpant conundrum. You've done everything you can. Nah. You've taken all steps. Because you, you've been wrestling with this for the past couple of hours, haven't you? Yeah. This has really soaked up your day. 
I uh, did some good bangs, some good technological bangs. You know when the TV used to... Percussive you, maintenance, that's called. Kids, you won't know about this, but when the bloody rabbit ears on the TV used yeah. to not be getting the right signal, you used yeah. to give the TV a good bang. Oh, wait, when I was a kid... And I'm not talking about putting your, your bloody penis or your nipples in a, in a USB slot. Not that that doesn't work some of the time, but with the old CRT family set, the old tube box... We had one when I was about eight. I distinctly remember because you'd always smack it. We'd do that scanning thing where the lines would go up and you'd just give it a good hit on the side and that would fix it. And I think I did it one day and then the picture turned off and then it started smoking and then it made a really loud popping sound. And I'm pretty sure the back of it caught on fire. Uh, not good. Good. Welcome along to Generation Why Not Start Reminiscing <laughs> 10 Years On. That's right. A hot new podcast. That's this right. My Tim and Guy. Okay, no, so listen. So this is a this is just a space for all of us, of being Tim and I, and all of you, all of our friends, to get together in a room and talk about friendship, what it means, uh, what you mean to us, what we mean to you, and generally just have a bit of a good time. First of all, I would like to say a huge, huge thank you to Kieran McCusker, uh, who has written what I believe is the first uh, tertiary essay mm. about the podcast. Uh it was called Cult Film and Television End of Module Assessment. The poc- the essay title: The Future of Cult, New Digital Media, Podcasting, and the Worst Area of All Time. Question: Tell me what you think about me. Gotcha. Uh, do developments in new digital media media social? Is that part of it? That Beyonce lyric? No. Oh wait, is it Beyonce? Or is it TRC? It's Destiny's Child. You. So it is Beyonce. All right, I was right. Destiny's Child. There's more than myself. one member of Destiny's Child. Not anymore. There ain't. Sure. Anyway, there sorry. Are. Continue. I didn't mean that in the literal Beyonce sense. Beyonce didn't start performing solo under the banner of Destiny's Child. Yeah, I realise that. Let's go. Do developments in new digital media, social networking, and increased availability of cult tech signal the death of cult film and television? Illustrate your answer with at least two examples from film or television. Uh, and he said, nay, my example should be podcast-based. The audio medium sweeping the world. He wrote 2,485 words about it. I read all of them. Uh, I was I was impressed you did it at all, man. It was good. It's good. I, yeah. Did you agree with the points made? It's like I don't know how to. You know, these essays are interesting. I used to have to write them as well, and it's just like you just cram a whole lot of words onto a word document six hours before it's due. Yeah, but I I, I really appreciate it. I'll read you the final paragraph, eh? Right, eh? Sounds good. Good way to tackle it. Oh, get yeah. that rain coming in, eh? While this essay has argued that the worst satire of all time is more than just talking shit, the fact that people like that, and these are all the same quotations actually, while this essay has argued that the worst satire of all time is more than just quotation, talking shit, in quotation, the fact that quotation, people like that, in quotation, is indeed quotation, great, in quotation. It suggests that there are fewer limitations for podcast creators and consumers that both share a degree of input and back and forth interaction, and that anyone can try it, even with basic equipment. Even fucking plebeians like these two idiots from the arsehole end of the world talking into a rubbish can can do it. These elements all combine to indicate an exciting potential for the medium's intersection with transgressive, excessive, and ironic cult practices, a lot of 50 cent words, and even the possibility to engage with shape and mold previously existing texts in new and unique ways. Far from the democratic possibilities of new digital media and podcasting signaling the end of cult, increased availability and set opens avenues for a greater amount of niche content as exemplified by podcasts like The Worst of All Time. As Bat states, in quotation, podcasting offers more choice in an age where that's what we've become accustomed to and radio can't quite fulfill. You can drill right into what your interests are. 
in quotation. Insofar as some could view the worst out of all time as straddling a male-centric sensibility of typical cultism or that it could be a harsh or unfair treatment of certain films, the podcast carves its own niche through its relation to, but simultaneous deviance from, bad film and cinemasochism. In fact, since little pleasure is derived from enjoying the viewings, perhaps it is a more accurate embodiment of cinemasochism or even a new form altogether, neo-cinemasochism. Its excessive practice does remain true to one thing, however, and that which hints at cult secure continuation in the era of digital media, no matter what. Quotation, the essence of cult status is repetition, in quotation. Quotation, the essence of cult status is repetition, in quotation. Went on a bit. For, uh, didn't know how long that last paragraph was going to be. But I yeah, mean, you lost me midway through. But um, again, I'm it's, saying a lot it, of words. The fact that it exists is amazing. I'm very happy to be uh, referenced in an academic and text. Kieran said he got a. He's, he's happy to share it now because he got a. He got a decent grade. What did he get? He didn't say. Okay, he's decent, very sorry. coy. Hey, good on you, man. Um, I want to share now a uh, something that got sent to us by Kirk Lindsay, and this quite thrilling for me. Uh, he writes, howdy, Tim. And I'm sure he extends this to you as well, guys. Nah, it doesn't seem like <laughs> it. You don't need to read this one out. This I'm, one sounds like it's just for you. I make music on the Game Boy and made a little remix of the Season 2 intro. Feel free to use it in the show if you'd like. Just figured I'd share. Best of luck with the show. Stay positive. And this is it. Oh, that was just it repeating. Yeah, it felt like that. <laughs> it's awesome though, eh? You should take hallucinogens and just walk around to that music for a day. So here's a fun fact about me, Kirk. I used to listen to 8-bit music uh, just ad nauseum when I was in high school on a bloody mini-disc player. I was a weird kid. <laughs> Fucking love that stuff. So that was awesome. Another great, really uh, great snippet from our new podcast, Generation Why Not Begin Being Nostalgic 10 Years On. It's such a specific period of time as well, because there was about six months when many discs were even sold. As they started putting them in cars. <laughs> that so was ambitious. Ex- so excited. <laughs> uh, Vicky Hanlon gave us some money, because sometimes friendship is giving Tim and guys some money. <laughs> sometimes that's what it is. And she writes, hey boys, after meeting Guy uh, while working at the Melbourne International Comedy I Festival extensively. and attending his show for free on my pass, brackets, and loving it, <laughs> shouldn't have said it like that, I thought I'd finally give the podcast a go. Brilliant stuff, mates. I'm donating enough to cover the cost of the ticket to Guy's show, which I should have bought, plus $5 extra uh, to cover the beer at Hi-Fi he bought me. Just an extra dollar for a 3am hash brown that I know he loves so much. You really hit a lot of... Yeah. You've taken me right back, Vicky, to the comedy fest. Then I've just rounded it up because it looked weird donating an uneven number. (laughs) Thanks for the great content, boys. Vicky. Oh, that's lovely. You've got my number, Vicky. Probably quite literally. Kendall McMillan has written quite an essay. I'm going to... You just give me the honk when we've kind of had enough, okay? Okay. And it's all block text as well, so it's like real hard to discern how long this is going to (laughs) get. G'day lads, now I'll be honest with you from the get-go here, I've had a decent amount of steam up. <laughs> but that no way takes away from the sentiment and I feel like it's time to finally send you boys some thanks. As a New Zealander, I... Oh shit, sorry, the text is so small. Let me increase the... I really need to get some glasses. 
Maybe that's what you use the money for. I'm a New Zealander, and I stumbled upon your podcast around the start of last year. I honestly can't remember how I heard about it. I just remember thinking what an absolute punisher of a year of Grown Ups 2 was going to be. You know what's coming next, and it is. Um, it does come up. And, uh, and decided it had to be worth a listen. At the time, I had just finished uni in Chicha and was working in a lab in Hamilton saving money to head overseas. And your podcast really helped me get through the days. You finished season one around the time I left for London. I like that you said we finished it then. Oh, wait, did we? I feel like you finished it then, maybe. No, we might have finished it then. Maybe. Which meant that... Oh, no. Fair enough. I should not have said anything. Sorry, mate. Uh, Which meant that season two was perfectly timed for the many bus, train, plane trips involved in my travels around Europe. Now I've listened to your podcast in New Zealand, Australia, the United Arab Emirates, England, Ireland, Spain, France, Belgium, Switzerland, and Italy. Brag, 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 brag. And I've just finished hearing about Maximum Joseph imposing his catfishy background on the four fuckboys in a spa for 12 hours in the Netherlands. Uh, I'm actually ashamed to say... That to fill in the uh, worst idea of the worst idealist time between episodes coming out, I've resorted to a second run through. Don't be ashamed of that. And I'm currently up to the joyous season one worst commentary of all time. 107 reviews of three different movies is an odd undertone for an OE. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks to yourselves and the Matt and Jizza humiliator of a breakfast podcast, I think I'm keeping my Kiwi accent nice and thuck. And he spelt it like that because he's a legend. Also, I like to think that pr- uh, some pretty memorable parts of my travels are now intertwined with what was being funneled into my air holes at the time. For instance, now when I see the Eiffel Tower, I'm reminded of uh, I'm reminded not of Parisian romance or French thickets, but of Michael correctly informing his friend Patrick King that actors are indeed objects owned entire in entirety by directors. I haven't watched any of the movies, and I don't believe I ever will. But I've sent you a little something in the form of five New Zealand dollars <laughs> donation as a small thank you, fucking pig bastard, for the roughly sixty hours of entertainment you've provided to me over the past couple of years. I know that doesn't equate to be an awesome hourly rate, but Europe ain't cheap, man. Also, in case you read that in a girl's voice, I know I have a girl's name, but I'm actually a boy. I kind of detected that from the language you used, to be honest, Kendall. Um, oh. And the ra- the breakfast radio show he's referring to uh, is the Haraki Breakfast with Matt Heath and Jeremy Wells, which uh, they got a free shout out just there as well. Uh, John Henney gave us some money and said, hello, Timbo and Guy Guy. <laughs> I don't know why he gets that voice. I'm just a week away <laughs> from embarking on the final exam of my final year of university. And given my student loans are also coming to an end, I thought I'd spread the wealth with a small donation to my two favorite podcasters. You get... <laughs> and then it cuts off. So I don't know what the rest of it was, but John, thank you so much, bro. Appreciate Brevity it. is the soul of w- <laughs> nice. Hey, there's some other stuff, but um, we might leave that for another day. Well, yeah. Little known fact: those of you still with us, we are about to watch the movie immediately after this. Rip the scab off our fourth. We are your friendly bear. Whoo, dog! It already feels like work, but. That is a conversation for another podcast. That one's called The Worst Hitter of All Time. You've been listening to The Friend Zone. And to take us out again, we've got that stunning Game Boy theme by Game... Oh, oh, fuck it. We'll play both of them. We'll do it live. Kirk Lindsay first, then you one, okay? You hold your horses, guy. Yeah, I'm just getting ready. You get the guy's name as well. I'm going to play this one first. It's Chris Brown.
Yeah. Are you going to play that dastardly intro again? Intro, 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 intro. Ow! This movie's still it's fine. There's a Coley pasta. One of them dies, that goes screw. One of them's a hottie, his name is Jay. One of them looks like Johnny Depp, and his name is Johnny Depp. Classic Maximum Joseph. You forget that films are supposed to have a point. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.